Hello, dude. <laughs> what a week it's been. <laughs> so much Only happening. Days. Only three days, dude, so far. This week has been berserk. So much <laughs> happening. So much going on. It's insane. I've just been, like, giggling to myself every time I open my phone like a fucking idiot because there's just, like, something else comes across my desk, you know? <laughs> You're just like, God damn, dude. Like, Yeah, we're getting a lot of white papers this week. Shit's, shit's, shit's going down. <laughs> Yo, now is the time to wage fucking war against the hypocrites, bigots, and all you weak ass phonies. There are never any winners, only survivors. Your gods, your masters, and your loyalty to the fucking Yeah, I don't know, like what to what to choose from. I even I even had to make a little note so I wouldn't forget. I mean, there's Balenciaga fucking developments. There's Tim Pool Kanye interview. There's like so many <coughs> Liver King getting exposed. Yeah. I know y'all talked about that and partied about that, <coughs> that on Lifting in the Ruins. I was I was I was elated. I am still elated. Which which can I just say for everybody, like who's surprised? Yeah, honestly, like... Who's shocked? Uh, I really have to wonder about your cognitive health and skills if you at any point thought that man wasn't um, on steroids. Yeah, he, <laughs> ju- he just got exposed. Like, you're like, an idiot. <laughs> you know? Uh, this one I'll double down on. You're an absolute idiot if you thought that. <laughs> and what was crazy when he got exposed for... You guys were talking about, you know, Liver King out the gate was m- branded, like, as a marketing scheme. Yeah. Just literally in this vapid capitalistic sense to make money and i thought to myself like i i vividly remember the first time like i saw liver king me yeah, me too and it's like a it, it is like an impactful thing like you see this jacked fucking dude talking about all i eat is raw fucking organs and you're like what the hell is this guy on yeah the first time i saw him i think i had like a visceral reaction to him in the first place right I was just like this guy sucks like, that was, like, my first thought. I was like, dude, like, I get it. Well, cool, I also, like, my my first thought, too, was, like, how did this guy blow up overnight? Like, I wasn't even, like, remotely aware of, like, health and fitness and lifting and mm-hmm. supplements and shit like that. But even me as, like, a layman back then, when he first hit the scene, I was mm-hmm. like, how did this guy, how did I not know about this guy until now? And he was in the ether because I feel like I wasn't really even surely caught on to him until, uh, Wario and his girl came over the episode they were on. Really? And we ate the raw liver. So that, and they was said that Liver the first, King style. So was that like your first like foray? I feel into, like it was. I feel damn. like I had, I wasn't, I'm, I'd probably seen the videos. And I was like, oh, what the fuck is this goofball? Right. Shirtless fucking roided out retard. Like, yeah. I don't know what this is. And then like we ate the fucking liver on that episode. It was great. Don't get me wrong. But, um, and then that made me, I think made me was it? following him. Yeah, I love it. I still love it. I still it was it was no tolerable, cap. but I'm not cap. I'm not gonna line up for it. Right. Also, let let me let Louie yeah, yeah, up go, real go, quick. Go, he's go, whining. It sounds like he's making noise. But the king has fallen. Yeah, the liver king's gone. I mean, fuck him. Fuck the grifters and all that shit. It never. It gets so tiresome, fucking dealing with this shit like week after week, where it's just some other guy that's like pushing something and lying about something and. And that's like all the fitness that really shows you that all the fitness industry is and like that literally being successful in the fitness industry only requires that. 
Yeah. Like, it really, like, it's funny now because the idea of a bunch of normies being turned on to, like, kind of how falsified a lot of that shit is, is going to be very interesting to watch going forward. I don't think there's going to be anybody, any viral, like, fitness person that could come up now without, like, absolutely being, like, targeted now. Because <laughs> oh, that level absolutely. of deception it, is insane. But, but again, I, I just have to ask the question, who fucking believed him? That's kind of the thing is that... People who don't care... You know? Sure, and that's that's why like there there are like sections of the population that fall for dumbass scams. Like old people fall for Amazon card scams from Indian dudes yeah. all the time. Yeah, please redeem. I hear about it too. Like oh, at yeah. my work, like I hear about it from people. Like, oh, gotta change my fucking Wi-Fi again. Like you fucking idiot. <laughs> how do you keep like doing this. <laughs> how do? Yes. I don't fucking but, I mean, know. I but, mean, but I think that's also like kind of leaves plenty to say about how like you know. The, Average people, especially with a lot of like modern things that like, but isn't it just another scam, dude? Like, yeah. there's thousands yeah. of scams. There's I, thousands of scams that regular fucking people fall for all the time. Rea- reality runs on a scam based system, I believe, a lot of times. You know, facts. Like it kind of runs facts. on a fucking scam based system. Truer words and, never like, spoken. Everything is like a fucking sham on some level. You know, it's like kinda, it's like blackpilling when you think about it like that. I mean, unless you could just kind of have a laugh about it, yeah. but like it, a lot of this, like there is some sincere stuff and real things out in the world. Sure, don't get me wrong, but like reality has a scam-based model. I mean, it, literally, the central banks themselves. Yeah, even down, yeah, our monetary system that controls like all this stuff is a fucking Ponzi from, scheme. Is, a Ponzi is a scam. scam. Yeah. Everything. It's like, come on. I mean, what are you supposed to do? You know. So it's not really surprising that like it, you know, it's just like the rebirth. <laughs> like he, people think like snake oil salesmen don't exist anymore. You know. Yeah, they just like, wear different suits. No, yeah, shit just works different now. It's just a different system now, you know? Right. Like, it, it, it's it's a highly potent marketing slash propaganda system. And you got to think of how, like, that stuff is being force-fed to people. Like, the angles with the algorithm, like, where it's sending Liver King to, you know? And how he, like... It came across my feed, and I was, like, yeah. I, was, I had zero interest in fitness back then. Right. I was like doing my own thing, just vibing, and he was—he became a meme in himself. Mm. That I think that's what it was: is that we're gonna we're gonna make a universal marketing strategy that, like, even these fucking couch potato pussies are gonna see me and be right. like, "What is he going on about?" And, and he and he did it. That's the and other he thing. Did it. it worked. It worked. It worked like a charm. It only it only didn't trick the people who were calling him out the whole time. You know, like it only it worked on everybody else. Even like. Fucking Dr. Paul Saladino, who was the guy who started like the raw diet thing. Yeah, he he just wasn't as big and attractive and like as marketable of a character for it because he's kind of like corny. Like his Instagram videos are corny and like it's like very scoldy the way he talks to people. Sure, he's like all this stuff in grocery stores junk. If it's got a box on it, you're not supposed to fucking eat it. And it's just like, well, dude, like you're not really educational. You're just telling people they're dumb for living their normal lives. Which is, I think, stupid. Yeah, you're so, telling like, <clears throat> you're telling kooks that they're kooks, and he, that's not a way to deal with. Yeah, that. and he like originated all this shit. Like Liver King just glommed onto him, you know, and used him, and he wasn't as marketable in any way. So like this, I, this idea has been around for a while. But even he came out and made a video today where he was like, "Oh, I'm very disappointed in Brian, and I can't believe this. I've known him five years. I'm like, dude, you know him five years, and you made a bunch of videos with him. He's such a Brian. He's taking." Yeah, right. <laughs> Very he, Brian he's a, type that's such a Brian but energy. You're telling me you worked with this man and he's taking three separate doses of like outrageous amounts of steroids a day and you never you never encountered it? Right. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like let's like everybody's out there just trying to preserve their fucking branding at this point, which 
you know, good luck. I mean, I think everybody connected to that guy is fucking poisoned now. So, good. Good riddance. Rest in piss. Like yeah. I said yesterday, rest in piss, buddy. Yeah, that's one of, like, the, the many, many things. And and I did like y'all listening to Lifting in the Ruins earlier. I did like y'all's take on it. Yeah. And just having fun, having a laugh about it. So, if you're still not listening to Lifting in the Ruins, I mean, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, go check it out, please. Go check it out. We're just We're just over here having fun and... Being terrible, probably one of our most hateful episodes we've ever recorded. Uh, <laughs> to be quite honest, I almost felt bad at the end, but then I was like, "Nah, this one's going out the door." <laughs> <laughs> well, it was fun, you know what I did listen to. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I was I was also checking out our Spotify rap just before you came over. Yeah, I'm really curious. It was actually pretty interesting, man, because you know we get the numbers week to week, and to be honest, like. The weekly numbers, like when we release an episode, like, you know, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. But looking at, you know, the way it's been displayed over the year is actually pretty cool and actually makes me a lot less blackpilled. I was actually feeling a little down in the dumps. From, huh. If I'm being completely honest, I was feeling a little down in the dumps about oh. shit. Oh, man. Yeah, but, you know, we keep doing our thing. We do what we do. The people who vibe with us, they vibe. The people who don't, they move on. And that's it's all I ask. No, no harm, no foul. Right? That is what it is. That's, <laughs> that's what life's all about. Right. Um, but yeah, no, this 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 wrapped was pretty cool. So you want to go through it real Let's quick? You want to check it out? Yeah. All right. So this was our year. And now, mind you, did we start last, I guess, September? So we did. Yeah. Th we had three months. It's like August, September. I think we had September. three months in 2021, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind. There was a little bit of Spotify data from 2021 to compare this to, right? But uh, for all of 2022, some cool shit. So Consistent. let's check it out. Yeah. All right. So here's Spotify's little this hokey. graphic thing they've done is so weird now. It's like it freaks me out. You and did your thing, and people love it. <laughs> Okay, eat my ass. Soulless corporate art. Eat and they're my gonna, fucking they're, ass. <laughs> bro, and they make you click through it like it's some fucking PowerPoint they put together yeah. for you. Created 3,000 minutes of content. That's cool. 3,300 minutes of that's content. That's fucking cool. Yeah, that's crazy. And they say right here, that's more than 95% of other creators in news category. Eat my ass. Eat my Take ass. Take that, corporate media. We're coming for your asses this year. <laughs> More than 95. So we're in the top 5% of like pushing out minutes. That's all right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Not bad. For, for what we're labeled as. Right, right. Yeah. Which is a little skewed. I'm not sure how accurate. <laughs> I don't know. If, like, news. I don't know if Tartaria theories We are news. the news now, bitch. <laughs> hey, listen. Yeah. It's like, look at me. I'm the captain I'm now. I'm the fucking news now, dude. We're alternative media like Rebel. You can't hear us, but we're clapping right now. I hope it's ass cheeks. I you know that's what's going on. Yeah, right? Just two two meaty fucking thighs slapping together. And more corporate art. All right. Your what do you what do you think which which of these do you think was our number one listened episode? Do you think it was another coin in the jar, which where we spurred on Alex Jones and shit? Yeah. What's your body count, which was a lot of Clinton stuff? We mm -hmm. talked about Clinton and Mark Middleton and right. that shit. And then the bird box, obviously, the homie came through and we opened the Admiral Bird artifact box. Right. I feel like the bird box is the obvious answer, but I feel like it's the, another coin in the jar. Is that is that your final answer? Yes. Do we want to go with bird box just in case? Yeah, let's go with bird box and see. All right. Not quite. 
It was yeah, the Alex Jones episode. The Alex Jones episode. Very cool. Hell yeah. 91% more streams than your average episode. What did we do that time? That's <laughs> what I wonder. I'm just like, we probably, well, one, we used Alex Jones as our cover art, mm. which is great clickbait well, yeah, solid for clickbait. anybody. Solid clickbait. And also keep in mind, we did spam follow a bunch of people at yeah, one point. Yeah, so maybe that's when yeah, it happened. Maybe. Podcast loves to travel. Shout out to all my fans. Fucking fans in Equatorial Guyana. Hell yeah. <laughs> Specifically in Jonestown. <laughs> Let's see what they say. 12. 12 countries. We got the Finland. Finland is number two. That's crazy. So obviously US number one, but then Finland, UK, then Canada and Australia. Right, right. That's pretty fucking Interesting. cool. The corporate art is so just fucking soulless. 99% more listeners compared to your average week. In July. I think that's when we spam followed. I think so, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. But they said something magical happened in July. Yeah. It's called we learned how to click the follow button. <laughs> Whoever said sharing is caring was probably a fan of yours. Okay. Your podcast is the top 10 most shared globally. Bullshit. No. But how it must many not people... be a very high barrier to entry, then, right? Well, that was my first yeah, thought. Like, there's not a, like... That was my first thought. If we're in the top 10% most share, but here's what you got to think about is that the podcast market as we know it and just like media in general, like you have your heavy hitters, but they are 1% of 1%. Right. In the grand scheme of things of because we have the internet and affordable interface and microphones and tools that like fucking high school dropouts can get on yeah. and start making videos yeah, and for shit. For sure, for sure. So I mean, I don't know, man. When you think about it in the grand scheme of things, like it probably is some some weird wacky shit because they also break this down. They say seventy something percent of people share direct link. So that means y'all are like texting it in like group chats or or like like, us copying it to put it on the story or something. If it's not from our own shit. I mean, that could be it too. Possibly. That's what I'm thinking. Could have something to do with it. Like anytime, because it's tracking anytime somebody probably copies the link. But they have um, individual user data. So that's the thing. That's what it is. Yeah. So, so like it's like what YouTube does. So you can watch a video a hundred times but it only counts three of them as views for the creator right so one individual youtube account can only earn a creator maximum three views okay so that's why you yeah. need there's there you there's need multiple accounts yeah. right and so i don't know how spotify works yeah. i mean what fucking i ever. also think this is a very chintzy and cute way to show them just to show us just how much data they're harvesting on us oh of course 100 <laughs> like percent like making this cute thing that's like we've been tracking everything you did all year like <laughs> all right what about this one this one's kind of interesting what percent of your listeners follow you 12 percent Wow. 24, then. I can't be 37. Oh, it is 37. 37% of y'all who listen follow us, which is actually pretty dope if you think about it's it. It's nice, yeah. It's pretty dope. Get so shouts up. out. Shouts out. Up. Thank you. Yeah, Love you guys. Out. Yeah, everybody who shared your rap with us today, uh, that was really fucking cool. Yeah, shout very out. Very nice. Shout out. What's his? It, it was Chet Hanks Fence. The Road to Hell. Mr. Victard Lame. Fuck yeah, shouts out, my boy. He rules. 
Um, yeah. Top no. 20% cool. most followed podcast. Hmm. Because, again, if you think about it, how many fucking <laughs> idiots... Oh my god! I do. I do not want to answer this question. What are Uncle Ted's cabin listeners like exactly? Well, <laughs> uh, they are reading. You know, you Ted K uh, manifestos in their basement. Antipsychotics. Uh. Yeah. For some reason, Suicide Boys. Uh. <laughs> that would be my brother and probably me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you think about it, though how many people out there are fucking running podcasts with you know nobody listening or how many bot podcasts or how many bot accounts that are born and Mm -hmm. do nothing i mean so the data is so skewed to make it be like hey guys you're doing great keep doing it oh yeah keep using our platform and devoting your time into our platform because it gets more people to us with ads etc exactly you guys keep doing work for us listeners personalities jesus christ i don't know if we want to find this out schizophrenic <laughs> the enthusiast the enthusiast basically a schizophrenic your listeners are super fans I mean, their favorite podcast elites and they're among the first to know going above and beyond to show their support yes well again thank you all for that thank honestly, you honestly but what, like, what it means they analyze the profiles and they have the data and they know that like you know the, most of the people that listen to us only follow a certain amount of podcasts so they're letting you know hey to people that are watching you and listening to you, we know what like they're also listening to. Like come to your house in a scuba suit with a yeah. knife. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But thank you to all the enthusiasts yeah, out there. Yeah, all you enthusiasts out there. And enjoyers. Very cool. Let's see what next. The ratings are in. I do. This shit is so corny. I know. It's so dumb. 4.7. Yeah, we do have a 4.7 rating, cool. which is cool. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Shout out again for anybody yeah. who's done a five star or just left any rating for us, even if it's a one star. Yeah. Fuck it. Like, just leave a rating. Yeah, Tell we us we suck. It's a simple gesture. You can't comment, bitch. You can just say, you can just express your displeasure with a one star. <laughs> <laughs> have you been working out? As a matter of fact, we both have. <laughs> again, like, are you listening to us? Yeah, like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> I don't like this. Podcast saw a lot of gains this year. So yeah, well, yeah, I think I think that was compared to 2021 where we only had like three months of yeah. episodes. So yeah. yeah, of course we're up like a thousand percent in content creation and streams yeah, and shit. Yeah, so. everything's good. Everything can go up when you start at the bottom. Yeah. So <laughs> again, they're they're telling you, hey, good job, you're doing great, and it's like there's n- a thousand percent of 20 people is like not a whole lot, guys. Lot, like, come on now, come right. on, rain it in, rain it, it ain't in. Much, but it's honest work. Rain it in. Please, uh, they're like, please don't go to a different platform. <laughs> Keep using us. You and your fans have something special. See what they're gonna say. Top ten for 85 fans. That's pretty good. Nice. That's actually pretty fucking good. We're a top five podcast for 68 fans. Cool. And we're the number one podcast for 23 listeners. 23 of y'all are real as fuck. Hell yes. 23 of y'all are real as fuck. You know that? See what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah, not, 23% not of y'all the worst. Cool. Not the worst. 23% of y'all. Pretty cool. Sharing your podcast with the world. They don't mean that. If they actually listened to that, they would they, not Yeah, if they, if they actually knew what we were saying. <laughs> If they had any kind of like dictation thing that found out what you said in the podcast, they would not thank us for sharing. The day they do that, it's over for us. By the way, it's fucking over. 
But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm wondering like when that's going to be a kind of thing that like these these apps do where they get like because YouTube has that and that's how they can zap your video so fast. Yeah. Is that when you when it's processing, it runs through all the words in it. Yeah, and that's some actually isn't that some like uh americans with disabilities act like ada thing i think where so it YouTube has, to, has to provide cc's but that yeah. also gives them an easier way to moderate content via just like pasting See? the words and going oh cool they said uh faggot let's get rid of that you know right. like uh it's or, a sneaky yeah, way yeah, that yeah. like the, that like wokeism and, and granted i think like obviously shit should be accessible to people with disabilities but it's how they like subvert shit and they're like okay well since we have this technology and this data and we have to do this by law let's just make a fuck ton of money off the data and 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 manipulate what goes on our platform oh, yeah. ultimately I mean, same idea with spotify like they're collecting data on everything you do it, like it might just be like oh it's music but it's like it's genuinely keeping track of your traffic as yes. well it's not just musical data <laughs> you know like it's it's part of that kind of fifth generational warfare like total control you know information systems like having every fucking piece of data you can possibly get on somebody in order to make a predictive system well and that's that's, that's where like even inane shit like your musical data would yes. come from you know that's like inane but to this program they're building or whatever it may be it all factors into this this profile that they're building yeah. and have built and already have on you no you're exactly right and what you just said about like every single point of data that they can get on you they will yeah. because you know, a lot of people have it compartmentalized in that like, oh, no, someone stole my debit card. And it's like only that's compromised. No. And it's like, oh, no, someone, you know, hacked this or did that. And and everything's compartmentalized. But no, everything. They have shadow profiles mm. where like they connect it. Just like you said, your musical taste with your money spending habits, with your browser history with you know your gps location on your phone they see how often you move if you're active if you spend time in gyms if you spend time in restaurants like everything every little data point creates an online straw man of you you know we talk about admiralty maritime law how there's mm -hmm. like a legal straw man like right. a like a corporate entity that exists yeah. that's not the sovereign sure sure well <clears throat> they're now creating a digital straw man that's going to be the new I think legal where they're going to tie right. in your legal entity to that digital straw man. And then that becomes a way easier system of control. Cause something was kind of clunky. We were talking with Wario last. He asked me what Ma Admiralty maritime law was. And I basically forgot to mention that like every little ticket you get is like a mini lawsuit. Like they're suing you. Right. They're literally suing you as a corporate entity and you show up as the sovereign to represent the corporate entity that's why people are like no that's my straw man but that's like, not me yeah but the, you could say that the lawsuit was filed against your straw man essentially exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i mean it's it's a whole wild thing and i i don't fully like you know i don't drink the kool-aid <laughs> on it scholar. <laughs> i'm not a scholar and i don't drink the kool-aid yeah, but like it is fun as fuck to watch those <laughs> right, videos right, you right. know it is fun as hell oh yeah no it, it never gets old man but it it's really wild to kind of like just that uh, the spotify frap thing always got me but then like this year in particular with the whole presentation really kind of it threw me for a loop there for a minute well they're going extra they, they normally show you like this is your most listened to songs but like now they're showing like creators like we have shadow profiles on every all of your listeners obviously i mean i hate to say it but even though they're they might not be dictating what we're saying like 
someone's probably moderated it, this at some point. Somewhere. Yeah, at it's some like, point it's down somewhere. the line, it's been moderated. Yeah, but Spotify seems like I, I think Spotify just it's like what gets promoted, what doesn't. I think I don't even yeah. think it's direct. Like I don't, I don't really never heard too many instances of anyone being like taken down. Yeah, I don't this. think they're like a like a problematic company in that way because it's also like hosted on RSS, so it'd be like I feel like I'd have to do something with like RSS or something. Or well, like the and hosting also too, service it behooves Spotify to have more listeners or, or more creators because it makes them more money. It makes more people so, come there. Yeah, you know they're like fuck it, say what the hell you want. Yeah, yeah, you know? I, I think that's always kind of been their boon, you know. Except for like when they were like all the people who worked there were like bugging out over Rogan. Well, even still, people who bug out, like look at Twitter, people bug out and then they leave. They're and gone. now, <laughs> and I mean, granted, Twitter is kind of like last I heard, they are not doing the best. But, I, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I think he like he was completely like tanked the company essentially, basically. Like, already, and there's only like I think it's like an all like it's like a couple guys are left running everything, and they fired everyone else. It's like, a bunch of Asian and Indian dudes, <laughs> yeah, like just, young guys who are like, uh, oh, Elon Musk. Elon's like, Elon's like, you guys got it. He's yeah. like, let's get all the women out of here. Let's. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad if like Twitter just like went away. I even heard. I would either. Oh, and you know what's crazy too? No, like, it is funny as fuck. Sometimes. Shout out to all the rhinos out there. Uh, I heard Ron DeSantis say something. Apparently, he was like, Apple or somebody is talking about taking Twitter off their yes their whatever yeah their 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 the store app store right. Mm-hmm. And so DeSantis was like, well, if they do that, I think the government's going to have to step in. And I'm like, oh, so since I thought Republicans were all about free market. And <laughs> hey, like, where's your free speech, free market shit at, eh, bud? <laughs> yeah. And then DeSantis is like, the government's going to have to step in and make sure Twitter stays up. It's all I, just yeah. grandstanding. Well, that's that's the other thing is like even Elon's like pointing out that like Apple apparently charges everybody like a secret 30 percent. What for apps and stuff? No shit. Yeah, and and uh, he like exposed that to people, wow. and then he was like, I think he like he, I don't know if anything else has come from it yet, but he, today he was posting pictures that he was at Apple's headquarters with Tim Cook after like saying that. Really? Yeah. So I don't know what's going on. There's just, there's just so many strange things going on. Uh, yeah, and honestly, I don't care. In the online, in, in, in the in the end of the day, I don't care because I don't. You don't use even care Twitter. for entertainment's sake. Well. I mean, for the kecks, sure. Yeah, you know. For the kecks, dude. giggles. But at the end of the day, as far as, like, Twitter actually, like, mattering to me in my oh, life, yeah, yeah, it yeah. doesn't. Totally, totally. It doesn't. And and if it went under, I wouldn't be sad. A billionaire lost money. Boo-hoo. I'm, I'm really crying over that. Yeah, I you know? just... The only reason I think it's interesting is to keep it on your radar is because... Elon expressed a desire to make X the everything app, which is just going to be WeChat for the West. So, like, don't let anyone fool you that that's not what it's going to fucking be. Yeah. It's going to become your, like... And it's very funny that a guy who receives, like, copious amounts of government contracts and government money and is probably, again, like I've iterated before, uh, this is speculation and not an actual statement of fact, that the... Probably is most likely some kind of government money laundering for black projects or projects they want to bring into the fold that they cannot design themselves. I could see it. Um, like they've done with many things. Uh, you know, he wants to make a fucking brain chip and he wants to make a WeChat app. That seems like two stupid things that I wouldn't want one guy with all the sus connections in charge of, personally. Seems like a bad I mean, guy. Maybe we're just connecting too many dots, but I think this one's a little out in the open. Yeah, it's pretty uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious. It's not hard to like kind of, you know, if there's fucking smoke, there's fire. So, look. yeah, and I've never really been a big fan of Elon in general. I know there's a lot of fanboys and crypto meme kids, and it just 
it is what it is. Guys There's, without dads who like. I mean, this shit. Father figure. <laughs> th- this is why I say it. It does matter. Is because this shit permeates culture. Yeah. And that's what ultimately matters. Um, I think a lot of this shit, honestly, though, just divides people further. Sure, sure. And that's why it's hard for me to engage because, you know, I'm always on my bullshit about, like, don't engage in the things that you don't want to promote. Right. Like, as simple as. Right. And Twitter is something I don't want to promote. So, like, even giving a fuck and following it is like, yeah, for the, for the lulls, I guess. Yeah. But I just... It, it it will not affect me in my life any way how this goes beyond what it does to culture. Well, that's why you have a terminally online co-host who will make sure we know all about it. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm here for, baby. Yeah, you, that's what I'm you, here for. <laughs> you drag me out of the cave each week. I'm like, look. And fill look me in. Look at this. Yeah, I'm, you're like a caveman, and I grab you by your little fucking fur thing, and I drag you out, and I'm like, this is a TV. Check this out, dude. I say, ooga? You're like, I'm like, yeah. You know, ooga? And I hook you up to the fucking clockwork orange Clockwork thing, orange, and yeah. And you just like, no. <laughs> I just start banging like Louis bones. Not again. Like 2001 A Space Odyssey. Just like. <laughs> it happens every <laughs> Got a full on act out now, dude. That's the best part about the visual. Yo, this, this is a, you, if you're not paying a dollar on the Patreon, what the fuck are you doing? You just missed a 2001 Space Odyssey act yeah, out. Jeez, come on now. Fucking lame. Um, oh, dude. So, all right. Let's. uh. I wanted to talk about Balenciaga next because okay, yeah, we I, definitely hit that the, was hit something the I feel like we just Aga. we get we spurg out both of we, us so we much miss things. we miss things so so easily <laughs> but but sometimes I like missing things because yes. we get to come back to it when there's like developments when it's it's cooled off a little bit there's yeah. hindsight and we don't have the chance to make outrageous statements without so it actually all the facts yeah us it, really, at, in it a works way. out pretty good sometimes yeah. you know so what is so yeah I I have one Reddit post to share what's your article is it uh it was the Twitter this one yeah the Balenciaga yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. That was the Ooh, second one. No, is this the a picture found. of like that chick's e- that chick's Instagram? Uh, no, this isn't. She's in there somewhere. Maybe if you go down, it might bring her out. The that chick fucking like closed her fucking Instagram out too. Let's see if it'll find her. I think she was in this thread. So what what's what's all this about? What's this? This thread is about? stuff. So if you go up to the top one, that desk, there's a um that guy Michael Borman. So his stuff. So there's a book. On, on the, the desk. desk of this Balenciaga shoot, yeah, that because people obviously, if if you're living under a rock like me, you you have not missed yeah, <laughs> the Balenciaga yeah, you've shit. Seen it. It's weird. and all this weird prop stuff. People keep noticing more shit. Like it's a Where's Waldo. Yeah, like, people start picking through it and finding really strange things. So like, now there's this there's this book on the desk with author Michael Borman. Is an artist. Borman is an artist. He makes disgusting art. Very looks strange like, art. Like, Eyes wide shut rituals. Yeah, it's definitely like, that kind of shit. He does like things of like there's like one of a bloody baby painting walking around, and, and all and of his the arm is on the ground. It's are like these photos or paintings. These are paintings, and they all are just faceless people. Yeah, with it's like bags over their faces. It's just this is like their typical kind of. We can play that video. That might be worth playing because I think she talks about the thing in there, the thing that's on the desk. Yeah, let me the turn the is. volume up. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's it's kind of wild the way they hid all this stuff it's like but here's the thing they didn't even hide it it's like in plain sight you know it's not it's not even really hiding it's like very obviously there and with their first campaign 
guys their website currently for november 23rd 2022 they replaced all the pervy kid photo shoots with the bondage bears and all that with all of this right take a look at this book michael borman's before you type it into google please be warned that these images are disturbing it I seriously have no words for Balenciaga and their set design because the choice of art direction is. Let's. Yeah. So basically, this dumb TikTok bitch said everything we just said, but way gayer. Yeah, way stupider. All right, cool. So I'm glad we played that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, this, so this is why I can't okay. hand you the aux. So this is the why, thing. Here's <laughs> the thing. Yeah. So they did that first campaign with all the pedo bear stuff, and then they replaced it. Right. And then they put this up instead. And then this is they, it, somehow better. They had this ready to like put in place of it. You don't like think they had it like weird. queued up, ready to go. Yeah, it's like weird the that that was there barrel, and ready to yeah. go. Either that, or it was part of the whole thing, and they were like, "Oh, let's just make this that now." You know. So. I think we're getting down to the artist person, maybe. Oh my gosh, these—that's these, the, some of the stuff that chick does. I think maybe these are weird as fuck. They're—it's just disgusting, strange shit, man. It's like they're just, and then and, and there's the Podesta art shows up, of course. So yeah, that that chick, uh, what's her name? Uh, it'll be in here, <clears throat> but this is a Reddit post I pulled up, and again, it it just it's exposing all these like luxury brands and top designers as like people with like really weird fucking hobbies and tastes well, and tendencies and it's just it's it, creepy my it's thing not is right. they get to get away with calling it art and it's like this is like not art this is like fetishization of like this is you like physically enacting your fetishes i think is all it really is at the end of the day yeah so um i'm not gonna click on any of these links because i don't want to don't see. do that i actually <laughs> have seen some of these but it's fucking it's really weird gross um so let's see. The, the title of the post is CEO of Balenciaga's parent company owns an auction site selling child sex mannequins with erect penises, vaginas, and anuses instead of mouths or noses. Fucking. I mean, so, I mean, that says it all right there. What the fuck? It's fucking gross. Uh, Francois Pinot. Vile. Pinault. Pinault. Yeah, Pinault. Owns Kerrig. Balenciaga's parent company. He also owns Christie's, an art auction site. I think we've all heard of Christie's once or twice. Like it's a big name. Like, and we all know art is also a huge fucking money laundering. Like, there's a lot of money laundering. Money laundering, that goes tax on evasion, you fucking name it. It happens in high art all the fucking time. So this guy owns a parent company, owns Christie's art auction. If you search Jake and Dino Chapman. On Christie's, you will find numerous mannequins made by them which feature children with erect penises, vaginas, and anuses instead of their noses and mouths. You will also find a VHS pornographic film where two pornographic actresses have sex with a severed adult male mannequin head with an erect penis for a nose. And there's links to all this shit on Christie's actual website. Yeah. Okay. These are the people that are tied up in this shit. The pornographic film and mannequins were featured on a Channel 4 documentary, which featured on British television. It's out in the open. They're putting it in your fucking Yikes. faces. So they, they're normalizing it and putting it on Channel 4. Pinot also owns some of uh, Chapman Brothers' artwork, but there's no indication that he owns the child mannequins. Okay. Oh, nice caveat. Sick. 
<laughs> Chapman Brothers official art Still site. Weird. There's a link. Pinot's official art collection right there. Um, yeah, the fashion company Supreme also sold skateboards featuring images of the child mannequins. Oh, my God. I'm I not aware of any this. connections between this Pinot and Balenciaga. But what the fuck? So, like, Supreme and all these brands in high art that, like, all these dumb kids get capitalistically psyoped into just, like, just brand worship. Right. These are the fucking people that run it. And they're even leaving, like, Where's Waldo crumbs, like, out in the fucking open of, like, even on the... So, they had caution tape in one of the pictures. And instead of caution, it said Balenciaga. But what they yeah. showed was B A A L. They put an extra A in Balenciaga, and you could only see that part of the caution tape. And that's what set a lot of fucking people off because that wasn't. Well, no. The, here's the thing. What the, tape, the fuck? Why the would tape you? Was also it looked like because it looks like if you zoom in on it, it looks like one solid piece of tape. So it isn't even like it's like they made it like that on purpose, like a prop. Yeah, yeah, like a prop. Like that one was made as a prop because that's not like oh they cut the B off and it slid back. Like you look at it, it's still like a whole a whole role, you know? And like they'd made it. So it said ball. It wasn't like, Oh, we just cut a letter off and moved it a little, you know, it's nothing like yeah. that. It's like, this is all everything in those photos. And you can tell by the way it's laid out. It's all intentionally done. But the big question is why? Because I mean, why? I, it, they want to, it they doesn't wanna, make sense. Like why any, anyone well, would do it. I though. think they, it allows these people to kind of signal their little weird, shit to each other right you know and have and in kind of the duping delight of it being out in the open and they're like oh you know we're yeah. gonna and then because then they could just go ah oh, teehee it was art we were just joking we were just being edgy like oh, that's oh, true you know so it allows them to kind of do their thing like i mean they had to put these kids like through this stuff which is like weird in and of itself it's not like so i don't yeah i can't it kind of loses its face of like innocent modeling at that point i can't remember her name i keep talking about her i'm it's, trying to fucking find a thing she's an her. art director for them and her instagram page was full of like pictures like photos that she had taken of like kids that were like tied up in chairs but not only were they tied up in chairs they had like bondage like style ropes like what are those fucking uh like i don't know there's some like japanese art style of like doing ropes and bondage it's fucking weird if you're into that you're oh, a fucking yeah, creep. yeah yeah I know. honestly if you're into that rope shit you're a fucking creep <laughs> yeah but, i do like that stuff i'm trying to see uh there's like kids is. tied up in the shit with bags over their head and like in the in their Posted on her Instagram like it's art. It's not art. It's not art. <laughs> it's, not art. it's child yeah. abuse. You it's fucking a lot bitch. of lot of Volkova. Was That's it. Lot but of also Volkova. the guy she's tied with Denma is a, another Balenciaga designer. They're part of this group of Eastern European people who became these high art people. But they like talk about how they were raised on CP and something else. Are they like some weird? marina abramovich yes, like are they the you think they're bullshit. even like tied in with like spirit cooking and like <laughs> if they're even referencing like ball in these like art directive ads like yeah. if she's the art director she's directing these photo shoots and probably has say in almost all of it the like you said in this the creative process all this stuff is on purpose balenciaga tried to come out and say that they were like oh we're sorry that um you know, we hired a third party to do this, and they they slipped props in. It totally wasn't on us, teehee. The it's other like, thing was, come that was on. A Balenciaga Adidas collab. Adidas really dodged a fucking bullet on that one. Yeah. They didn't get any blame for it whatsoever, you know? 
So it's it's very interesting to see all the moving pieces behind it. And then just like the stuff with that lady and the art that she's into and the art that she creates is really gross. There's like a thing of her carrying like two bloody babies on stage. Yeah, she's like, she's big into like blood. There's like blood spatter images, blood, like murder yeah. scenes, like bloody babies I'm and just shit. Like, like it's it's evil shit. Like you yeah, don't want to hang around these people. I don't feel like being inspired to like make vile creations like equals art to me. I mean, I guess in some worlds you can call it that, but it's like there's no beauty to it. There's no elegance. There's there's no nothing. It's just it's vile. Like it's disgusting. It's it. And, you know, I, and I understand on some prude, level. But... And no, but here's the thing too: is that on some level, like I could see, like okay, you look at death metal, black metal, and all that stuff. Like I understand having a fascination with the morbid, but it's not deliberately like satanic and demonic. So, well, some of it, some of it is black of it metal is, but sure, here's here's the thing about black metal. And and if anyone out there is listening that listens to black metal, I'm sorry, but Black metal was invented by a bunch of edgy European teenagers that just wanted to piss their parents off. There was yeah. nothing deeper than that. They wanted to be more evil than each other. Yeah. They they tried to do fucked up, heinous shit just to be metal and cult. And it's the most cringe shit <laughs> in the fucking makeup and the spikes. <laughs> <coughs> I was holding back a cough just to get through that because... What's that one band that travels around with all the rotten animal bones? Do you know the name of them? I can't fucking. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to fucking. No, I, I. But they, I. They played the. They played the ven, One of the venues I worked for, and it was disgusting. <laughs> like it's literally like rotting parts that they put on stage, and it stinks like. Shit. And you had to set it up, and, and they're like, "Hey, take this it leg out like for fucking me." Fucking shit! It was disgusting. Like, Thanks. You open dick. their trailer, and it's just like a wave of rotting shit. <laughs> they had smell. to tour with. They do. They literally do. That's so it's gross. So whack. Could you imagine having an equipment trailer and then just a rotten meat trailer? Your, no, it's, it's all in there together. That's oh the thing. God. It's in there together. It's like Ew. your shit smells. And then you guys are that's cool with so those. Gross. And then all their fans are like, this is so fucking cool. But dude. I mean, I do get in that thing. Like, I, I do understand, like, art. Okay. Sure. And. Well, I understand my interpretation of art, but it's, it's stuff that I've considered. And, and I, like I mentioned, there's, there's a. There is a relative degree of like fascination with the morbid that is like socially allowable. Yeah, that's you know? like normal. And then Ish. You, you have your guars, but they're fun. You have your Gigi Allens, but like he was like a once in a lifetime. Like yeah. he was basically Hitler. Like, yeah. you know, like you have these characters and these figures and these cult people like, you know, the black metal thing. They were just a bunch of edgy teenagers that wanted to piss their parents off because they hated Christianity. So the exact opposite of Christianity is we love the devil. Yeah. And it made their parents so sad. Yeah, they're rich, white Norwegian parents. It made them so sad. And that also feels like like that's what they're doing with the art stuff where they're just like yeah but now this is the, like but, the antithesis of art so but it's, cool. it's it's but i think what's happening with like these high art snobs is again you have to tie in the sex trafficking the money laundering the the shit that goes on with like big 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 money mm -hmm. big money right right we're talking big bees and and these people that move behind the scenes I, I, I feel like it just takes you. You can look at something and realize when it's taken a step too far. Like you can look at something and you know when that like it's art or it's like that's a murder scene or it's like yeah, when you look like, at something it's like, like that's art or it's like that's a kid tied up in a chair. Yeah, and like it's that's like, not huh, art. It that's, feels like it's something maybe you guys have witnessed firsthand and like 
they they make their art based off of that kind of shit, you well, know? Maybe it's even like, like I don't know, you know, you talk about the Pizzagate shit where they had like the kill room and all the pictures right. of like concrete rooms yeah. and like all the weird shit. I mean, the the list goes so deep and that's why I even start to, you know, I strongly consider the thing Wario sent us in the group chat where that one guy was like, yo, this Balenciaga thing is just like a MMORPG IRL for fucking schizos to play a Where's Waldo in real life. Sure. While like nothing ever really happens. It like keeps you busy. Yeah. Keeps you busy. It definitely is like a, it's like a circling the drain thing. Yeah. You know, and you just keep going. And it's I, like, we're, we're going to talk about the same thing a week, and it's month, the perfect year from fuel, now. It's the perfect fuel for like all the QAnon schizos to get riled back up and to where they like, you haven't even heard anything from them, but the media, like I sent it earlier, I think to the chat or I posted it. Right. The media is like falling all over themselves to like discredit anyone who like calls this thing out. As like a QAnon conspiracy theories, we have to wonder why the fuck are they falling over themselves to defend like this generally kind of disgusting thing that came. Well, out? and here's another thing: <laughs> like, you like, haven't, this is you, gross. Haven't like, you haven't heard about Q in a long time, yeah. and the in the little smattering of Q we did we have was a January six hearings. Well, yeah, well, they're firing it back up because isn't there supposed to be a Trump run? So they got to bring Q back to I be see. like, oh, we'll we gotta, we gotta bring this back up. I think Trump might have gotten a little torpedoed. You think so? Thanks to our boy. Oh shit, Kanye. Hey, don't put put some respect on his name. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> don't call him Kanye. I, I can't take him. Seri- don't call him Kanye. I can't take him fucking seriously at all at this point, dude. I really can't. Like, his name is I Yay. Can't take him seriously anymore. Like we definitely during our time of being like, wow. I mean, I always thought he was a funny ass dude. Yeah. But like, it's gotten to a point now where it's like, bit has gone too far. Uh, the, it's kind of sad to watch. Like, like you saw him. Is it a bit though? I don't think so. Is it I'm a just, bit? I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt here. I don't think it's, it's a, a bit. bit. <laughs> right? It's a, it's a bipolar manic bit, right? <laughs> like, I don't even know. I think he probably, like... He seems like he really believes what he's saying, so... Well, bro... <laughs> good luck with that, man. <laughs> this, this might come as a shock to people. Yeah. But there are way, way more black Israelites... There's than you think. No, I saw like a parade of them recently. There are there was way like more than you think. Yeah. This is not some fringe thing. Yeah. Okay? And we talk week after week after week about hidden history, shit we're lied to about. Yeah. Okay, science, we don't fully understand. Shit we thought was right 100 years ago, we think we understand now, is yeah. probably going to be turned on its head in another 100 years. Okay? Right. So. Thinking you have the world figured out 100% is such an arrogant position to take. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, I, you know, like, I think atheists are just edgy cringe lords. Yeah, corny. Y'all corny. You know? And I just, I don't know, man. There's, I don't think it's a bit for him. Right. And he himself says that the bipolar label, the manic the depressive, the schizophrenic, all that shit label gets put on him by the JM. And he even talks about what's it, Harvey Pasternak, Harley Pasternak, yeah, that guy. who was like the trainer and yeah. they were trying to get the him trainer, on SSRIs. The 50s people. He even said, he's like, yo, if he would have gotten me on these SSRIs, all he had to do was plop, put something in there and fuck me up one day. Yeah. And he dodged that bullet. Because then he say so. He's like, oh, Kanye, like, something happened, and we loved his music. Like, he said some shit like that. So I don't think it's a bit for him. Yeah. I think there are way more black Israelites than we think. He, All I'm going to say is I think a lot of this mental illness shit does get put on him. Oh, for sure. And 
But also, <laughs> rain it you in, saw, dude. You saw him trying to talk. Rain it in. All I'm going to say is rain it in and, like, uh, fucking... All I'm going to say is, like, have a little more tact. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> A little more tact. How about that? You can't go around throwing they around. Like that, that I'll concede. You can't go throwing they around like Yeah, that. with a capital T. <laughs> yeah, with a capital T. You know T. what really I'm saying? Can't you can't do that. You can't do that. Well, that's why I loved uh, Dave Chappelle. I, I think Kanye... Did, did you watch Dave Chappelle's monologue real quick on SNL? I didn't see it. It was so funny. He, one of the things he said, it's really good, you should watch it, but one of the things he oh. said was, uh, there are two words in the English language that you should never say together, uh-huh. and those are the and Jews. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it was a great monologue, but uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, 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 you're fine. Uh, dude, I, can't, I feel like I had something, but I don't Well, what about the Kanye on uh, Tim Pool, yeah, bro? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I was getting to, you know? Like, uh, it's so... Uh, Kanye, watching him try to talk was, like, the most startling thing, because I feel like he can't... He can barely string a fucking sentence together. But like he said on Rogan, it's a symphony in his head. Yeah. He doesn't have one stream of consciousness. He has multiple, and he taps in. That sounds like something a schizophrenic would say. Right. Actually, more I more I think about it. Right, right, right. <laughs> but yeah, so true. He said his his brain is like a symphony, an orchestra, multiple moving parts, and he jumps around from flute to oboe to clarinet to cello <laughs> to, to the Jews. Yeah. <laughs> Stop! I'm gonna have to bleep this so much. I'm gonna have to bleep the fuck out of I this said episode. The two words. <laughs> But uh, yeah, man. I don't know. It 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 was, and my other fucking thing is, you have Nick Fuentes. We're talking about on Tim Pool now. Yeah, on Tim Pool. He's on Tim Cast. He's with on Nick Tim Fuentes with fucking Nick fucking Fuentes. Who is that? He is a retard. Uh, he is a known wh- got it Hispanic white supremacist. He's his he has Spanish lineage. Hence his last name Fuentes. But he. Consi- I feel like he almost, in a joking way, considers himself Hitler too. <laughs> like he thinks he's on like, purpose. He thinks he's like a movement leader. Like he thinks he's leading this like white Aryan movement to like reestablish this com- country into what it used to be, and like their idealized version of what they thought America was. You know, the, the, like, their yeah. weird lineage of like, oh, there was America was great when like you know. We didn't have any immigration, yada, yada, yada. And it's like kind of just a stupid kind of argument to have in the first place, you know, but like it's like literally America is. Yeah. Immigration. The whole, yeah. I don't need like, like it's a bunch of fucking randos coming here. You know, like, they, I think a lot of these guys tie like the country being ruined back to like 1965. Well, he's also you know? on there with Milo, who is another you know they call them what provocateurs Provi- it's Milo people that the make first money person that really got the moniker of provocateur laid on him really because that's okay. or at least in that right wing group and you like even a well, so like they the say facts. but but the idea is they say shit purposefully to get attention yes and he's good at it and milo was good at it milo was the one who invented that idea of like before even shapiro got it going of going to colleges to get viral clips of them making people freak out and look stupid yeah milo was on that everyone got that idea from milo that became the right wing tactic. Of and go, now Crowder go, does it. Everybody, now all the, yes. the blades, everybody. Milo that's the standard. Milo was, was a trendsetter in that right wing MAGA grifter movement that started around Trump. And they all contributed to the rise of Trump with like rebel media. He, Milo was working with Breitbart. Like Milo was a legit journalist for Breitbart for a little bit. Yeah. Before he went like rogue and turned into this. See, I don't know much about like his internet lore, but I did I did know that much that like he started off 
as like trying to do the thing. He's an and actual journalist. Figured out, figured out. He carved his own path. How to he, be- how to become a personality and create a cult of personality around himself. Sure. And it and the right wingers eat it up because it, they ate it up because oh, based gay man who like echoes my talking points and thinks like we'll say derogatory things about gays while being a gay man and no one like thinks that's silly, you know? Like it's like yeah, and it's like. But it's the same self-hating thing that like white liberals do, where they're like white people. Yeah, you and, know. And I mean, was, that does exist. It's also an act. Like Milo was act. just there to personally enrich himself, and he did a ton of that, a ton of that. Those speaking tours. You know how much fucking money he got paid to show up to some of the schools? Oh, fuck down, I'm uh, sure. Egregious amount of money. Just to sometimes not even have to do the thing because the Antifa would freak out so bad. You know, like they, he didn't even have to show up for the fucking thing. So he, you, he could book a guarantee mm-hmm. and not even have to work. There was a fucking complex around that shit in 2016. Well, and, if, and if he's a Fed and Antifa are Fed, and he was it, one of the smart, yeah. he was one of the smart little Feds that managed not to show up at the fucking. Uh, the the June the June is it January sixth unite the right unite the right oh Charlottesville right. he was the he was one of the smart ones who bailed out at the last minute I think and didn't show up because mm-hmm. a bunch of them were sl- there's a bunch of people that were slotted to speak and they ended up not going like Quiet Gav Gavin McInnes Gavin McInnes you know all all the all the suspects that we found out things about later on in the years that are very fed that tied. made that managed to miss out on all the big hits you know that they caused so damn. Uh, Nick was there, but Nick said he came from that and wanted to figure out how to take the movement forward because he claims that he thought the Nazi stuff was like stupid, bad optics, and they used to all be about optics. That was the thing. It was like, no, you don't understand. We can have these beliefs, but you cannot espout them, which was kind of the tongue-in-cheek thing of they're like, racism, it's just irony. Like, that's their excuse would always be. Or is it also like, hey, just like keep it in the shadows yeah it's, it's, it's like hey you can still like you can go lynch people but keep it in the shadows i don't i wouldn't I've, i don't think any of them have done anything like that but or that's kind of what they that's where their mindset is though you yeah, know and, that's and that's it, the thing they would probably say stuff like that like and that's why i grant people like yo rhetoric does matter like yeah. and that's when people get caught up like i am like a free speech absolutist yeah. whatever that means but yeah, but it still has consequences. <laughs> you do have to understand, like when you're saying shit like that, like yeah. yeah, when you're being a provocateur, like I am in no way saying that like Milo should have been canceled and deplatformed no. and shit. But like, but he was. You you do have to understand that like simple. You learn it when you're fucking two years old. Actions have consequences. Yeah, I know there will and there will be pushback upon you. Like you, and also I, your words, like you can say, like I agree, words are not violence. Yeah, and no. but but people can get activated and like conditioned (laughs) enough to like do dumb shit. Like we watched uh, the channel five thing. Yeah. Okay. Alex Jones is out here espousing this whole Sandy hook hoax theory. Mm -hmm. And this woman fucking like calls one of the victims families up and is like, (laughs) are you fucking your dead son? Like it's insane. And in no way am I saying that Alex Jones ever, Alex never told that woman to do that. But, directly, indirectly, but in gave any way. them all the steps they needed to do that. Right, and so, <laughs> but but what it comes down to is like, so now what are we defining as dangerous? You know, then yeah. then it's the people who are in charge get to start defining what's allowed, what's not allowed. So yeah, I guess you know what I am a free speech absolutist. People should yeah. be able to say whatever they want. Yeah, I don't really you, care. Ultimately, like people need to be responsible for their own actions. Like if you're going to listen to someone like Milo and be like, Oh, I'm going to kill a gay person. It's like, bro, your mama fucked up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Your mama fucked up. There's something wrong with you. Yeah. Yeah. 
See, like the the prominent rise of these people, and honestly, kind of the quick fall after the failed second Trump run. You know, they had all that momentum going, but then the failed second Trump run kind of made it so they all kind of fell into obscurity, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, Milo just disappeared. Cause I forget exactly what Garner got, got him exposed, but uh, he like disappeared for a while and has like made a comeback recently. You know, I think he renounced his homophobic, like his homosexual ways. Like he's kind of LARPing. Like he's like Christian. He always was said he was like Christian. I but heard he's about also that. Yeah. Jew. He said it was like, he's it's also, a choice. I'm straight now. He's also Jewish though. It's like, you know, he, he's like, he's, Milo is the perfect grifter because the grifter always has to have something about them that they can shed like a skin to keep the thing rolling, you know? Well, and there's always a boogeyman, and he's a master at finding the boogeyman. Yeah, and directing people's attention towards that. So, like, he had a really big provocative episode of coming on TimCast, and then rumors started coming out that he was, like, in talks with Ye about trying to form up his campaign. Which, thank you for using his correct name. I'm sorry. I mean, you got to bleep it out when I say the other one. <laughs> 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 it's a slur. <laughs> it's, a slur. <laughs> it's a slur. Dude. <laughs> you're, sl- you're slurring on Kanye right now. See, I did it again. I got, I'm, I'm going to get canceled for that one. But um, so. Yeah, you better watch out. You had, know, the JM is going to come after you, bro. Me- so it's a meteoric. I'm not supposed to say it. I can't. I- they. <laughs> they. <laughs> I like the Trump hands on that one. They. Yeah, but, uh, so. Milo, I guess, somehow wrangled Yay and brought along Nick. Well, okay, before this, though, what posited this appearance was the White House thing. He went to Mar-a-Lago and had dinner. Yay did. Who, Yay had Trump. dinner with Trump at Mar-a-Lago? And I guess he was just hanging out with Nick. Nick was just there, and he's like, come along, man. You know, come on with me. Like, and he just brought Nick with him, which is like a super cancerous thing to do to Trump. Like, sure. Super, like, almost dirty because, like, and then also Trump, I guess not, Trump probably didn't know who the fuck Nick Fuentes was. He heard Fuentes, Even nice, though, a Hispanic. I love it. Fuentes is one of those fantastic grifters where he acts like uh, all these grifters, these MAGA grifter guys, like even the QAnon circles, they act like the president was like listening to their show. Oh, come on. Yeah, you know I know. They were like, they were like, Mr. Trump, if you're listening. Well, it's it's like, like, no, it's n- like he's not. You guys mirrored the rhetoric he sent you, and then he keeps saying the same things that you've already got on a feedback loop, and then you're like, he's listening to me. No, you're just mentally ill. <laughs> that's that's actually what the thing is. Um, so, so, you know, even Nick tried to act like, oh, like, they all got behind Trump, and like, because Trump started saying America first all the time. And I bet he picked up that phrase... From someone around him who probably knew about Fuentes and liked that idea, and they co-opted it for themselves, you know. But it's like Trump's version of America First and Nick Fuentes's version of America First are so far away from each other, <laughs> like so incredibly far away from each other, you know. Well, people call Trump America First a Nazi, but Nick Fuentes like actually like said he was he's a like Nazi. He's like the thing they like, think he is. Yeah. He he's ex- There's a clip Nick Fuentes is what people think Trump is. There's so many great clips of Nick on his show cuz he does a show on well, Cozy See cuz I think Trump is just a dope to be completely honest I and think I think so shit. much of him I love running that, it, so much of him just running yeah. in the first place was the Obama comment. Yeah. Very much. At so. least I'll go down as a president. And he, he said like, I'm, I'm going to show bottom, you you fucking fuck dick. This shit up, dude. Yeah. I think like and and that like press dinner where they were all making fun of him and he's just like, that was that was the one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what it was yeah 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 that was the one and, and Obama it, it, he's and like you hey. see the silhouette of his head and he's like this 
Like Patrick Bateman style? Like It was Patrick <laughs> Bateman, like, anime villain origin yeah. story, you know? Like, yeah, <laughs> And so, um, so Nick, like, there's so many funny clips of Nick of him, like, saying, like, having sex with girls is gross. Uh, like, it's just shit like that, like, all the time. Like, he, he, Nick is the reason I think he's an op is because he drove so many young men to become, like, loner, incel fucking weirdos who can't relate to anyone because they're so wrapped up in this idea, like, mystification of American politics that has nothing to do with reality and only has to do with, like, being a troll and racism. So he managed to pull an Andrew Tate, but with politics. He was, like, yeah, he kind of was a Tate before Tate, Tate existed, like, but, but, in the mainstream. But yeah. he was he was more of a political angle. Mm-hmm. Whereas and like, Tate just wants you to be an asshole. <laughs> Tate wants you to be an asshole, but in some regards, he does want you to kind of, like, be your own guy. For sure. And whereas Nick is more like, be your own guy as long as you give the Republican Party money. Well, be be your own guy as long as you like. No, honestly, no. It's be your own guy as long as you listen to what the fuck I say. Because Nick is very much. Oh, so that's the worst. He's a narcissist. America, for, America yeah. first is kind of a, a borderline well, pseudo cult. Well, and also too, if you think about it, like all of them are narcissists. You know, they're all they're all between Milo, Yay, this Nick Fuentes guy. It's like they're all so self obsessed yeah. that they have to create these cult of personalities, yeah. not only to make money but to be the center of attention. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have to say the crazy thing. Oh, I have to do this. And I don't Main think and that's syndrome. The, shit. See, I don't think Yay. See, Yay's drinking the Kool Aid, and. Milo and Nick are like, yo, we're gonna ride this wave with this guy and make a buck. Yeah, we're d- dude. I this but guy. I think Yeah does believe what he's saying. He's definitely believing what he's saying, and I mean the the, the temple thing was really funny. So they're in the room, you know, and everybody probably seen the clip at this point. But I'm just giving a good old you know shakedown breakdown. But um, they begin talking, and I guess there was some agreement before they went on air that Yay was not going to bring this shit up. Sure. Um. They were supposed to talk about the JM the, controversy. And they were talk, supposed they to talk. They weren't going to bring that up. Yeah, they were supposed yeah. to talk about the dinner and how that happened. What you know, what what made it happen? You know, how the fuck Nick and Milo ended up there? Like, what are your plans for twenty twenty four? And like, discuss the news with us. That's how the show works. You know, when you come on, really, it's honestly like you sit there and listen to Tim like yell at Ian about stuff. But <laughs> you know. So, Rightfully so, because yeah. that and Ian Luke Rudakowski tries to sell you some T-shirts, and you know it's the same shit. It's every, the same shit. Rinse, I saw someone repeat. refer to Tim Cast as a garage band of a show, <laughs> which is very <laughs> dude. I look, love. We that. don't have a high production product, but that is very much the case. It is dude. a garage band of a show. <laughs> yeah, we're more of like a crust punk yeah, version of a show. Punk, we're crusty. Yeah. We're living in gutters, <clears throat> eating our own feces like Gigi Allen. <laughs> we're, no, we're smoking it in a pipe like, like a muhaji, dirty, dirty Iranian. Yeah, yeah, yeah like the Iranian sick. dude. We're smoking our shit. Oh, but yeah, I I don't know. I I did. You popped off in the group chat. You were like, guys, because you were watching it live. As it happened, you it watched so it awesome. live. So you popped off in the group chat, and you're like, guys. Milo, Nick Fuentes, and Ye are on Timcast right fucking now, <laughs> and Ye just stormed off. Yeah. So <clears throat> by time I got on YouTube, it was literally Tim and Luke Rakowski being like, "I can't." Believe well, you I well, and and they were just trying to, and I bought, and literally for like, like five minutes straight, the entire chat 
was L Tim. L Tim. Talmud Tim. L Tim. <laughs> they hit him with the Talmud Tim. They said, just <laughs> comment after comment was like L L L. Maybe realize L-tim. what large portion of what large portion of apparently Tim's chat is anti-Semitic as well, <laughs> bro. Right? Yeah, right. He has a lot of anti-Semitic fans apparently. Apparently. Because this is, I, I think there's a moment. What I just say, there are way more black Israelites out there than you think. And he courts, he courted 4chan. He, I remember when he came on the poll and he posted a fucking thing with the shoe on his head. Because that's what anytime like a celebrity comes there, that's kind of their endearing thing. Like, oh, what are you guys? And they put a shoe on their head to be like, I'm on Shoe here on head, and, shoe yeah. on head, you know, like, because yeah. that was like a fucking thing back in the day. And um, so they fucking, he tried to endear himself to them back in the day. And when he first started or when he first started getting bigger, right. like after Occupy and after the Vice stuff, like his Vice documentaries, mm-hmm. and he tried to ingratiate himself. So naturally, there's been some pullover from the Chans following him. And I think a lot of them, since he never really touches on those topics, never really realized that like he's how not, much of a grifter. He he's was. not. Yeah. He's, and he's not one of you guys like <clears throat> anyone. I don't know, guys, if you encounter media, you have to try and be objective. Like even our fans like don't like. One of us, one of us, you know, it's like, look, we can all have ideas and we can discuss things, but like this kind of like worship thing, which is yeah. why the chat was so explosive afterwards. Cause they right. all like respected him on some level. And then when he did that, they all immediately lost respect for him. Yeah. You know, and started attacking him. And now he's like, coping well, what was his? And, and so, so what's the fallout from this? Because that's what I saw. So you popped off in the chat. Mm-hmm. I hopped on. And I had to scroll back a little bit on the live feed to like watch it catch up. Right. I watched a little bit of what Ye was saying. And, think, you know, he was trying to defend himself and he was going off using the platform, basically. Yeah. And that was kind of the point. I mean, like, <coughs> he when anyone like that comes on, like Tim cast, like, yeah. you think he wants to sit and listen to what Tim has to say? Yeah, no. Bruh. And then Tim's like, I run this show. It was just a clashing of two egos. I run this show, and it's like Tim's an egomaniac, bro. Too. Th- this guy is a is a is a big billionaire. Egomaniac like, versus bigger egomaniac. Bigger egomaniac will win by walking out of the conversation. By walking out, by being like, <laughs> "I'm bigger than you." Yeah, like I'm a like, big dog. He big dog Tim. He was dude, like, "I don't need." He to has be here. every right to, yeah, as yeah. Kanye West. He has every fucking right to, because he graced him with his presence. And Tim, for sure, and Tim. I mean, look. What, you can have your convictions, and I guess I understand. Like, you can't have a guy coming on your show and saying that kind of shit. Well, here's without a, facing the consequences of it. Well, and here's another thing, though, is that Yay. This is a one criticism I'll give Yay is that he was on, I believe, Drink Champs. Because actually, bro, real was it, quick, isn't that the one that they're fucking? Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's still on YouTube. There's different versions. They keep putting it up. Mm-hmm. Um. But Wario came over, and we were day drinking, watching Randall Carlson videos. Right, right. And then somehow it eventually transitioned into watching stand up, and then we ended up watching the Yay interview on Drink Champs. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So we How were just was that. It was great. <laughs> so I I watch it, and then he left, and I finished it. Um. Oh, I can't remember where I was going with that. I was talking about Wario, mm. drinking, drinking Kanye, Drink Champs. I know. Man, this hasn't happened in a while. I've actually been on a streak. Yeah. I'm not forgetting That's okay. what we were talking about. Don't forget. Don't forget sometimes. Uh, <laughs> you, oh, damn. Sorry. No, that was that a was, fucking thud. That was Louie thudding upstairs. That was a real thud, dude. Dropping something for real. 
But, uh, oh, that's what I was going to say. You got it? Yay on Drink Champs. Mm-hmm. This is my criticism of Yay. Right. Is that he said on Drink Champs, like, they were asking him, you know, this person or that person, this person or that person, like rappers. Yeah. And he was like, I choose neither because nobody is better than the other in the eyes of God. Oh, here we go. <laughs> and he kept getting on this high and mighty bullshit of like, I'm not going to compare. He's like, yeah, I like these songs. I like this song. I really bumped this a lot. This is one of my favorites growing up. But he's like, as far as like who versus who, they were asking him like rapper versus rapper and shit like that. And he was just like, nobody's better than anybody else. That's a weird. And then for him to go on Tim Cast, thing. it's a, it's a, it's, and it's, it's a very self-aware thing. And I think he has moments of that. And I think, cause like yeah. he literally has like a cult compound. Like he has like Sunday sure. service. He does sure. his shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so like righteous I don't know, but for him shit. to then go on Timcast and then like some guy to be like, hey, I run this show like in Tim's defense, like, yay, should have been been like taking his own advice a little bit. Be like, we're all equal as in the eyes of God is I chose to be on this guy's show. I'm here. Let me let me just calm down for a second. Listen yeah. to what this guy has to say. <laughs> and he just couldn't do just it. Couldn't do it. Yeah. And so that kind of pokes some holes in just like his facade of like what he's putting out there, his message. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to talk shit on a rapper because everyone's the same. It's like you put but, this inspirational shit out. But then, but like, then you go and then you big dog people in yeah, real life. Yeah, the second you meet like an iota of resistance against you, you like you fucking bug out and walk out. So it's like, yeah, okay. I mean, whatever, dude. And I mean, they made a good point afterwards. Tim's like, I don't think anyone would want to vote for that. Really? Yeah, he said that afterwards. He said, I don't think anyone would want to vote for somebody who can't sit there and take a line of questioning. And that's fair. And Kanye said, apparently, they went out and tried to stop it. If voting was real. (laughs) It's so true. Uh, They went out and stopped it to try and catch him to see if he would stay. And uh, he was like, y'all don't believe my truth. He's like, so we don't have anything to talk about. Also, I'm going to drink another because, fuck it, we're already over an hour and we're going to keep rolling. Go for it, bro. We're going to keep rolling. Finish her up. But, um, you know, so they bugged out and, like, he left and they were kind of all bummed out about it. And my, my favorite member of the tim cass garage band ghost girl ghost girl with the big eyes corpse bride yes she's, yeah what what a treat she she showed up and then like you know, anime sat, frog girl yeah frog girl <laughs> i kind of like frog girl better honestly <laughs> i think it's funny <laughs> but, uh, she looks like froppy from fucking my hero academia also i can't wait for you to get into crab pla start crab pl- yeah i can start, start building, building some, crab. some some crab gun that's pl- so great it's like it's so it's gonna be so much cheaper than gunpla yeah, we'll just, just get, get a dozen crab. crabs. We'll save all the shells. <laughs> That'll be the video. And clap. <laughs> it was us building crab blocks. Can that be that? I know we keep yeah, we, we, we keep talking we about it. doing. We can we do, do it, it. <laughs> because we keep talking about doing a video. Do so instead of doing gum plus for the first video, we'll do crab plus. Crab plus. It'll be great. I mean, I'm okay with it. <laughs> so we'll do like some wire. We'll do a cooking <laughs> and a crab plus video well, yeah, all in one. We cook the crabs. We break them and build build mobile suits out of them. It'll be sick. A whole diorama, yes. dude. We'll do a whole fucking diorama. I want to do it. I want to do that. But yeah, the 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 Tim Fallout. I don't know, man. Like, yay is gonna yay. Yeah, and he's gonna keep doing it. Yay's gonna yay. I mean, we aren't even Tim's gonna Tim. Tim's gonna Tim, bro. We aren't even into the election cycle yet. Yeah, and it doesn't matter anyway because it's not real. I know. It's just so funny. It's gonna be so fun. I'm so excited by how funny it's gonna be. Like shit just gets sillier every day, doesn't it? Do you Clown, think- Clown World <clears throat> is like a 
it's like a tilt it's like a tilt a whirl yeah and it just keeps going faster so and was, we're all doing the thing where we stand up inside of it yeah and we're just waiting to go flying out the roof of it and so was trump mad at desantis because desantis said he wanted to run for president I and he was like you motherfucker food. you're gonna take votes from me i think they're both like le- i think the media is making more out of it than they are and they're kind of leaning into it because i feel like desantis got act about it and he was just like i mean come on what, what are you even asking me right now like yeah so i don't know i i think trump also though it's Trump's just being Trump. Like it doesn't matter. He probably sees it as a slight, so of course he's gonna like come out and make fun of him and be like, Desanctimonious. And <laughs> also like, as oh, as you're like, explaining all this <laughs> as you're explaining all this, in my mind, it's like WWE. So you're like, So the Undertaker called yeah. out Goldberg, and then yeah. Goldberg's actually really mad because the they're Undertaker meet, talks. They're meeting shit. up at Hell in the Cell here soon. Yeah. And you know, and he's gonna go jump off the fucking top of the ladder and land on him. You know, that kind of shit. Yeah, it's it's just silly. But I mean, I think Trump's probably might I don't know. I think Ye-, Ye and fucking Nick Fuentes might have torpedoed that shit for him. But, I mean, Teflon Don, nothing sticks to that motherfucker. Dude, if Trump runs, though, I think everyone's going to be like, nope, tried and true. Like oh, that. definitely. Definitely. Like that. Like, They'll, even if, the even if Ye comes out. Because Ye ran last time, and he was out. And that was a joke. He did the crying on joke. stage thing, and it was weird. Yeah, yeah. wasn't it strange? It was a joke. He's not going to, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think any of his, He's made some pretty swaggy merch. I've seen a few pics of it. But, you know, for the most part, it's like who fucking cares man uh but yeah trump trump's probably i mean mitch mcconnell came out today and was like i don't think anyone who associates with white supremacists and whoever else is going in like anti-semites is ever going to be voted for for president yeah so it's like "Mm." that's because mitch mcconnell don't know how many black israelites (laughs) there really are (laughs) out there (laughs) i'm telling you dog i'm telling you you're coming for you bro my my arena name isn't hotep bigfoot for nothing yeah right also if you're ever playing magic arena and i'm in platinum tier i'm platinum tier two baby well there you go made it up i've been in plat i've been in plat for about a week but uh, yeah, dog. If, if you, you play st- a Hotep Bigfoot, it's your boy. You get stuck. It's so obnoxious. It is obnoxious. I want to break into Diamond so bad, just yeah. to be like, I literally, my first month ever of playing Magic, I made Diamond. Very cool. Just to be like, I did that. Oh yeah. To be like, I'm autistic enough. You deserve. With, you with deserve. V- if you do it, you deserve the credit for it. In very very little cards. Right. Might I add, because I literally just started. Yeah, compared so I have to me nothing. and how much money I spent, it's like, that's very impressive. Yeah. I've spent zero <laughs> actual human dollars. That's real, that's real shit. Yes. And I've only opened packs with gold I've gotten in game. And uh, yeah, I don't even pay for the mastery pass. And okay, I'm dude. I'm plat tier two. Just because I think I'm autistic and I know how to build decks. Yeah, you just, just got like, that fucking like deck since six cents thing. You're it's. Just like, it, the you're deck just eyes are rolled back in your head like these have synergy <laughs> they just hold, like floating around you rotating and then they slap into a deck bro yeah. you've played my green ramp deck yeah that was stupid so was i basically stupid. get like way more land out in front beforehand and i can cast like a seven mana creature yeah. on like turn five yeah like turn just, five a, yeah what's that like I'm playing Demon of Loathing, and I have two Brontodons in the over. tank. It's, it's over. fucking over. You're done. It's a, <laughs> it's a ramp tank deck yeah, th- with just so much. Th- but I do play Historic. I will say I've been trying to play more Standard. Standard's fun, but it's also like the most current sets are just... Yeah. I don't know, man. They're not hitting. They're not hitting. I feel you. I feel you. I've had the same kind of thoughts on it sometimes. But, you know... I got that one deck I like using, the blue control deck, and it's fucking 
It keeps it keeps me swinging in standard. Keeps Dude, I, fucking let's swinging. let's play tomorrow while I'm at work because. I totally play arena actually, on company time. I actually have work to do tomorrow, believe it or not. No, you don't. I really actually do. I have no, a, you don't. I have a job tomorrow. I'm working tomorrow. Well, good, good yeah. for you for I'm doing a little, doing a little contract and work for a church concert. It's making a great. little, making a little side money. There I'm gonna you go. be doing almost nothing the whole time. It's gonna be cool. <laughs> well, shit. Before we wrap this thing up, there was like a, a couple other things that were on my radar. Okay. And. Uh, Bro, have you seen the headline about San Francisco? <laughs> yeah. That will allow police robots to kill. I love that they got like a video of this guy like probably attempting to explain away why it's not a bad thing. Like the photo of the cop like, oh, listen, guys, you don't understand. <laughs> like, this is a good thing. No, it's cool. Like They want to deploy robot cop drones that can kill people. We're only going to kill the bums with it, guys. Yeah, right. We're only going to kill the bums. <laughs> It's, I feel like it's insane, and this is, what this is, is the very first tip of the iceberg for the next 10-year slow drip. Terminator 2 Judgment Day. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like for real, like, there has to be a D-Day. If you see, the fact that it's being introduced in San Francisco kind of says it all. That's a test bed. Yeah, the gayest city. It's also the tech city. Yeah, yeah. It's the tech city. So this would be the place where they tested first. So this being introduced here is a test bed. It's a very obvious test bed to see if it's applicable. But it just... I first don't of know all, why you would want to... I guess I First get of all, do we want the state to even <clears throat> have that much power should, to begin with? They shouldn't even be allowed to conceptualize it. Like, lethal, exactly. It like should always have force. to be a person enacting this stuff. Yeah, right, exactly. It should always be a person doing this. Because once you take that out, you take the morality equation out. Like, it, it you don't have to ask questions anymore because the fucking robot It's like robot drone bombing. Yeah. It's like playing COD. Yeah. Like, you can literally play Call of Duty, think you're playing Call of Duty, but actually bombing kids in Iran. Yeah. You know, or Iraq or some shit. One of those places. One of the fucking stands. I don't know. Take it, yeah. But it's just, it, it's nuts to me. Like, most people, I mean, wouldn't question... You know, stay overreach because so many people clamor for, like, you know, freeze the trucker bank accounts. Yeah, yeah we want to bar unvaccinated people. Yeah, from... they want the state to take out their enemies. Yeah, and so the fact that this is even being introduced now, like I said, there, there's always a D-Day. There's always a ground zero. There's always the first time something is introduced, then it becomes conceptualized, normalized, then 10 years down the pipeline... People are used to, I mean, we've seen the, the fucking Denny's robot that comes and takes your plates. Mm -hmm. Everyone's seen the Denny's robot. It's going to be the Denny's robot with a gun. I, that's, mean, I mean, that's this, just. This follows that video that came out a few months ago of the fucking rifle mounted to the back of one of those dumb little scooter robots. You know, the stupid little dancing dog robot. Oh, the. The, the, the dynamics one. The, the Boston, Boston dynamics, dynamics dog. dog. Yeah, yeah. That's gotten so proliferated now that they're like, well, fucking slap a gun on it and see what it does. Like and yeah, that and let's the first, just, that's the first introduction because Boston to the idea. Dynamics is now crossing the moral threshold of being like we are doing this for science and now we're doing this for profit. Profit. <laughs> we're going to be able to sell this to fucking cops, the military, fucking anybody, thir third world dictatorships that want to be able to use them. Whoever you know, like. It, the arms sale and like industrial complex around this, and this kind is of how shit. ops happen. You think yeah. it's like, oh, cool, look, they're making a dog robot that can open the door, and it's like, now it has a gun, yeah, and it's like, fuck, no, turn no. into a suicide drone. We can just send no. into people's houses and explode. Yeah. Well, that's like that guy in Dallas that did the shooting, and they blew him up with the robot. 
the guy that shot all the cops in Dallas. I feel like that was around like 2016. He was an ex Army Special Forces guy. Oh no shit! And um, they chased him into a parking garage and cornered him, and then just rolled like a fucking robot in there with like a claymore attached to it, and just fucking whacked him with it. They literally call a duty them. Yeah, they call. Yeah, they literally planted the fucking claymore like on the thing, and it was like in an RC drive. What if you think? When did that become a thing in the games? Because I wonder if the game got Black that Ops. First that. Black Ops. When was Black Ops? Uh, 15, 16? No. I feel like it was like 2011. So they definitely stole a Black Ops tactic yeah. and used it in real life. That's like, how sick and demented like, police forces are. I want a game like this. <laughs> it's like, check this out. I want a game like this. <laughs> That's how sick and demented police forces are, though. Well, for real. It, well, it's, yeah, they should, I don't even feel like they should have the option of like <clears throat> being able to do explosives that. explosives like that on you. On a, on, a, on a person. Yeah, like I don't think they should have that option. Like I understand throwing flashbangs into a room to detain someone. I understand shooting them. Uh, in the instance where they're firing a firearm at you, I totally get that. But like going in there and blowing up a person, that kind of like, and it, I don't. Anyway, it seems like a bunch of dudes were probably sitting there laughing while they were. Oh, doing for it. sure, for and sure. And that's the sick. It was like a party. Sick for them. part. Yeah, is that they were laughing while they were doing yeah, it? Yeah, they're probably having a good time. I mean, I can't. It, I mean, it's so icky. Yeah, it is. It's gross. And, and it's gross to see that they're starting to do that more. And that's going to be not, not blow people up, but the push is now going to be to autonomous robots that can enforce the law. And or, I wonder if know. maybe they're just saying like, maybe I didn't actually read the full article. I'm getting the sense that it's Terminator style, but it could be that like, okay, now we're going to use like drones to be able to go into a house and shoot somebody who has a bunch of people hostage. Yeah, you sure. know, and and if it's that, it's like, then it's like okay, but then the slippery slope argument of like when does that drone turn into Boston Dynamics dog with a gun? Right. You know, well, it's and, like where's that slope? Go? And the other point I'd raise on that is is like oh well, you know, it seems like the state is only doing things with the mind of like keeping their assets from being hurt while enforcing their laws. So. It's not really the idea. They're not doing this to make anyone safer. It's just to make them safer. You know what I'm saying? That's like what when they've they, always been. Like there when for, they could yeah. just de-esc- like they could just figure out. I don't know how to de-escalate the situation or uh, make a better society or have a better society, better laws. People. Yeah. I mean, you if know. you actually treat root causes, because policing is a lot like it's very reactive. In, it's, that's in, all it. Pretty much all it is. By its nature, when you're reactive, you're treating symptoms. You're right. not treating root causes. When you're proactive about solutions, you're treating root causes. You're trying to figure out what creates the conditions for which all of these people are going crazy and we have homeless people. Right. We have fentanyl addicts. We have ODs. We have insane people killing their parents. You know, like, what are the conditions that create this? No one ever actually, like, steps back to, like, address that. Right. And so everything is reactive. And then the police force by nature is reactive. They respond to... They're never there before somebody pulls a gun out. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not they're not there for that. And no. so when they show up, it's this whole adversarial approach of like something fucked up has happened here. We got to figure it out. And by its nature, it just treats symptoms, not root causes. Exactly. And so you will never ever fix a systemic problem through policing. Well, yeah, and it's also the very like nature of it. Policing itself is like they're all the reaction and stuff has Instead of them, like like you said, not treating root causes, it's allowed 
the kind of problem to progress to such a level that they can be like, no, we need like a predictive system now, which right. is what we've been building towards for years. Well, and then that, which just, is already kind of enabled that further proves just kind of like your whole thing about, they protect the capital class. Exactly. That's what like they're there they, for. They're, they are a control arm. Yeah. They're a control arm of the capital class. They don't work for us. Any of you first amendment auditors out there, or anybody who's like, Oh, the police work for us. Just type in You're Dave Smith. Yeah. <laughs> type in Dave You're Smith, the police work for us. And it's the best bit ever. Yeah. And he basically talks about like, dude, you were so fucking tricked into thinking like, Oh, my taxes pay for the police. It's yeah. like, they know yeah. that, that's not how there's a huge works, profit, buddy. profit incentive around, like having these systems and helping the police do their job safer. There's a whole industry around it. Yeah. So like, let's not sit here and act like anything that's coming from that side is improving society in any way. So yeah. this is not a good move, putting guns on robots, I would say. Well, in conclusion, that's my it, TED talk. <laughs> it, right. The other thing that's fucking just like sheer incompetence from people is what? The, the Pentagon failed its fifth audit in a row. Incredible. <laughs> incredible how does so that pentagon, keep, how does these things keep happening and i actually so in my note i think and we did a good job yeah i think we hit everything i had in my note that's impressive i'm, I'm but uh oh we got one more thing after uh, this i lied uh the pentagon failed its fifth audit in a row and it only managed to account for 39 percent of its 3.5 trillion in assets <laughs> You are less than 50%, bro. Less than 50%. That is insane. Like, just like every over Every general a third. has, like, a big house. So, like, just over on. a third. That's all they could account for. That is fucking bonkers, dude. Out of not trillions, 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 trillions. Let's not even forget to mention all the aid that we're sending over to Ukraine, which is disappearing by the day. I've seen stuff that I haven't been able to verify, and some guys in the comments were saying oh these are training ones but those could just be nafo fucking losers trying to defend their boys but someone said that they intercepted javelins down between the border of venezuela and colombia what that were supposed to be going over there um i've seen pictures of afghan taliban guys in the mountains training with brand new svds and brand new ak's which are very rare in that country you do not see them brand new at all yeah nine times out of ten um, cause they can't fucking maintain them. They're fucking terrible at it. They get dirty, dusty. They treat them like, so you think they're they going like into, they're a fucking walking. So you think they're either going into Ukraine and then Ukraine is flipping them oh, or you I, think I, they're I think using maybe, the U S is using Ukraine as a proxy to set up other chess moves. I would say probably there's a mixture of that. You've probably got rogue elements that are just weapons dealers who know that all their weapons are flowing there and their contacts through the second or fourth, whatever, whichever I've seen two different statements, most corrupt country in the world has an, has their hands on thousands and hundreds and billions of dollars in military tech. And you think that's all going to go to the fucking front lines. You fucking kidding me. No. <laughs> so I think the, I think the international arms market that blew up after the Soviet union is very much blowing back up again because of this stuff. Sure. Uh, I think weapons are being freely traded through all their usual routes globally via, you know, freelancers, smuggling operations of governments, et cetera. CIA is probably having a hand in it too. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. Let's not even fucking play, uh, getting all stuff to their gladio left behind groups, that was like back all the groups, anti-communist groups they established back in the day uh, and all these satellite Russia countries, you know, that all, all that stuff's just flying out the door right now, you know? Yeah. And so 
this happens, they can't 9-11 their way out of this one. Well, and that's the thing. <laughs> you know? The last time... But is anyone going to be held accountable in any way? The last time... And, and when when 9-11 happened, how how much money could they not account for? I think it was like $2 trillion. I think it was like the same amount of money. It's like the same amount of yeah, money. Like the same amount of money. And... and I don't know. Maybe they're gonna turn Russia Ukraine into a nine eleven. That's kind of the thing. Is that like maybe the, these chess moves? Like I say, like they're always when they play five D chess, they're ahead of the game. So these weapons deals that we see going on in other parts of the world and javelin missiles in South America, they're just prepping for ten years down the line. Yeah, somewhere in South America, they have javelin missiles. Right. Where right now they're using Ukraine to launder the money, and they're using Ukraine to like pull all this shady shit and then everyone's like oh we can't account for this money and boom something happens with putin here we are it's another 9-11 so So maybe maybe they do get that brazen maybe they do i don't know some susness for sure high susness yeah um but the last thing i wanted to talk about mm -hmm. my favorite topic was that math space space oh here we go well my favorite you know what i mean when i say favorite Right. But <clears throat> there are two aspects of this kind of like story. Well, there's several aspects, but two main ones I want to talk about. Uh, the Artemis 1 launch. Are you familiar with Artemis 1? I feel like that was a recent one, wasn't it? So Artemis 1 is a NASA rocket, which is a big deal because NASA... Don't do shit no more. NASA has not done shit in a very long time. Still got a budget, though. Weird. Funny, right? So SpaceX, Jeff Bezos, you know, Virgin, all these people have been dominating the space race and, like, the capitalistic space race for years. But now, out of nowhere, after all that, NASA all of a sudden wants to go back to the moon. Suddenly, they want to go to the moon. Why you do that, though? So they've been launching, they've been trying to launch the Artemis 1 rocket. The first time they did it, I think like a fuel tank busted or something happened and they had to stop it. And so a couple months later, they, again, Artemis 1 sent up an unmanned drone. To That's basically the same thing that they would send people up in, but they're doing a test flight to see if this hardware can make it. Right. So they go up and they go around and their whole mission is to, to you know, do this drone thing. It's apparently going to be the longest mission to the moon ever in terms of like time and space and on the moon and shit. I think right. I might have that wrong, but at least this unmanned drone is. So when it comes to the actual manned mission, Artemis 1, do you want to hear NASA's like big selling point on mm-hmm. Artemis 1? What could it be? You're going to hate this. I can't wait. Let's go. They're going to be the first mission to put a POC and woman on the moon. Good for them. <laughs> all these years, all these years of conspiracy theories of why can't we go back? All these years of us being like, but look at the, look at the 1969, look at the moon landing. They footage. just didn't have a black woman and a, and a POC to put up they there. They just didn't have the right people to put up there. And now we have two perfect astronauts. The, now the- we have... All the elements. The best in astronauts. So that's the first kind of no, like... No whites on this flight, baby. 
No whites on this flight. I don't know. I, the sad part is I think it might be like one of each. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, hey, trust me. There's going to be plenty of white men manning this flight, making sure that they get there safe. Trust me. Okay. No, it's just them. <laughs> just, they just put two girls in yeah, there. Yeah, right. Go for it. <laughs> so that's like a that's like a big selling point, like one of their main missions. Like I looked at the Artemis One like Instagram page and like that's in their bio. It's like we're gonna put the first person of color and woman on the moon. And all cool. this shit. Wait. Yeah, I guess so. But then I watched a video on the Artemis One Instagram. Alright. And it's far more insidious. Insidious? You say far more insidious. Insidious, you say. I watched, I can't remember if it was either on YouTube or was on their Instagram page, but either way, I saw a bit of media where a spokesperson from NASA came out and openly said, yes, this mission is to determine whether or not we can, you know, like colonize other places because NASA's ultimate goal is to extend human life to other planets. NASA has come out and said, they've explicitly stated it, that NASA, a government agency, their ultimate goal is to extend human life and colonies to other planets. I shit you not. I wish I had it pulled up. I'd play it right, right now. But I will find it and I will send it to you. Okay. I promise. Yeah. But... I, if I'm Weird. lying, I'm crying. They're, they're just outright saying that they want to colonize now. Interesting. Why? I mean, Why I, guess, I guess because uh, it, it kind of fits in with the climate change agenda and being like we have to colonize. Like, it, true. It kind of pushes the green in, it thing. It fits in with and, that shit and kind yeah. of lends credence to it. Like, oh, yeah, we have to figure out ways off the planet because we're destroying it. You right. Know? So, but I mean, the other thing is, here's the thing. You've heard breakaway civilizations, right? That's what's going to happen. We won't get a breakaway civilization. <laughs> it's going to be good. They're going to leave us here in the filth. They're going to yeah. ruin this planet, mining all the resources that they need to do the space stuff, and they're just going to leave us there. So anyone listening, like your grandkids of your grandkids are going to be potato farmers for space elites. It's like 2001. Just remember that. They're just going to be bouncing around, smacking bones on the ground. Just remember that. Yeah. 